This is Mud from the Lost Omens podcast. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. And say, true believers! True believers. Welcome back to your Thursday night. Um, sit down and talk, all right? It's, wait, did I roll a wild? Here on the Professional Casual Network. I am what some might consider uh, the host for today, uh, Tim. And with me, as always, is my confidant, my co-conspirator, and my co-efficient. It's Dan. And Hello. We, we are also joined tonight by a very special guest uh, who you may have seen a couple weeks ago on, oh yeah, the power phase over at twitch.tv slash professional casual network. Um, it's Tyler. Hello. So at the start of the show today, uh, the things that we're going to be going over are the new Criminal Syndicate update. We're going to be talking about a custom crisis that we played earlier this week on Oh Yeah, the Power Phase, uh, as well as a couple other little bits and bobs. But most importantly, we are going to be talking about why I don't have hair on my face. <laughs> so for the month of November, uh, we here at the Professional Casual Network are going to be doing the Movember thing uh, for Movember. So check out Movember.com. Shave your face. Walk 60 miles. Uh, grow a mustache. There's a whole bunch of stuff you can do as we raise awareness for men's pancreatic. Prostate. Prostate. Health as well as suicide prevention. So go over to Movember.com. Check that out. See how you can help and uh, raise awareness for a great cause. I mean, pancreatic health is also important. Pancreatic you want to make health. sure you're producing insulin Correct. properly. Yeah, that but that's be. not the focus of November. It is It is not the focus <laughs> of November. Still important, though. But yes, of course. Very A very valid concern also. Um, so first thing, what, if anything, have any of us done hobby-wise this week? Hobby-wise. Over on the Discord, uh, we did start a end-of-the-year project to try to get everyone's backlogs of all the stuff that they said, you know, January 1st that they were going to get done this year as far as painting, assembling, and moving models up, in, and out. But most most people haven't started. I haven't started. So we're doing a little thing over there to make sure that we're getting stuff done. I was trying to, uh, I was doing a bit, a bit of a new model slump since we haven't had a new release since August yeah, super or fair. whatever it was. So I find, I've been thinking about it for a while. I finally bought the um, Deepkin Warband for Warhammer Underworlds. Okay. Because mostly I, I wanted to assemble something. I love assembling models, and I haven't been able to in so long. So I got that, and then the next day we got the announcement that all this stuff was dropping in two weeks. Yeah. Or in America, we are going to get Dormammu 
and Blade and Moon Knight in two weeks. And I was like, well, screw these elves. I don't care about them anymore. Right. <laughs> so, so I need to paint them at some point. That now, had you already pre-ordered? Yes. The ones that were going to come out? Okay, yeah, I so pre-ordered that stuff in like August. Yeah, same. <laughs> and the convocation stuff I pre-ordered in September. Also so I wanted to wait till I had my first paycheck from the new school year to order like four boxes. <laughs> it's very valid. So my game budget's been open for a while. Have you been letting it accrue or have you just been finding things to spend it on? I mean, I've been buying like Pathfinder books and stuff, so. I'll never enough Pathfinder yeah. books. Yeah. It's super valid. Um, Tyler, give us a, a tiny introspective look at what, what is your experience with hobbying in general? Have you collected, painted, primed, and assembled models in the past? Um, I haven't assembled, painted, or primed them, but I have played a couple of rounds of Warhammer, both Fantasy Battles and 40K with okay. wonderful Mr. Dan over here. Hi. He's the one who got me introduced into it. I've done a good amount of D&D with my father and some of his friends and just kind of watched a whole lot of games. My dad had a Pathfinder game that went on for something like four years and i went wow. pretty much every weekend they did it they did it almost every month once a month and i tagged along and just watched these knuckleheads play D. &D. <laughs> i think so. that's the monthly games are kind of the way to go I, I i don't think i had gotten past like week six and mm -hmm. like an actual like we're gonna play this every week it always falls apart it yeah. always falls apart no so, matter what you do so monthlies are a great way to go also uh Slightly kindred spirit there. Dan also got me into warhamming. A warhammering. Warhamming. War yeah, warhamming too. So we, all of it, kind of all all of the the war things. Dan got me into it and painted most of the models I used and assembled them and primed them. So pretty sure he did the same for me because yeah. I know I wound up with a tau army from you. Oh yeah. I think the tyranids were also from you. Though that those are like a couple those. hands along. That was Taylor, tactical Taylor. Okay. Got those from somebody, and okay. somehow I either got them or facilitated a switch with you guys. Because then he got those tau. Yup. And I wound up with old metal Carnifex models that I love dearly. Those things are awesome. I love Carnifex. Oh, they're so amazing. Much. I'm an absolute nids player, and it's yeah. I think really Taylor's owned guys. like half of my armies over the years, selling I'm between friends. I, now. <laughs> I know that I have like three people's Tyranid graveyards. Like I yeah. have Ben's stuff, my friend Lang's stuff. Tanner stuff, and I think some of Chuck's stuff too. Like, it all flows to one hive eventually, you know. Right, it's that hive mind. But so let's get let's get right into it. Uh, we saw some pretty awesome, some might say reworks, hefty uh, upgrades. Yes, a very hefty uh, change to the Criminal Syndicate. So this is actually one of the factions that, or the affiliations that gets played pretty regularly. On, oh yeah, good. the power phase. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, um, their leadership, Kingpin's leadership ability is just good. Yeah, just, yeah, very much so. Even though it has a very clear, not counter, but there is a way to work around it. You just have to somehow injure all of these really big heavy boys. <laughs> but, uh, so what they changed on the Kingpin actual card itself, they, they left the affiliation completely alone, correct? There was only one minor change. There was one single change. And it was something that was probably... Probably come due. Uh, Overdue, yeah. Makes a, makes a lot of sense. It was a little ridiculous before. It's, it doesn't come up often, but when it would work, I don't think it would. No, we, no we, it was a huge deal. It was. It still gets brought up regularly uh -huh. for his Hail to the King attack. 
So what they changed on Hail to the King specifically <laughs> is they put a size cap on the target character that he can throw. Because unlike a lot of the other throws in the game that are based off of attacks, this one just happens. You don't yeah. roll a wild like you do no with damage. Doors. You don't need to do anything else. It's not a if damage is dealt. It's just a straight up you can throw a character. And, and it used to be uncapped on size. And it's so before could, damage is dealt. So you can daze them with the attack but still throw them and do damage. Mm -hmm. So good. So if you were ever in a situation to, you know, hail to the king, uh, say a black dwarf into a uh, big hefty guy a big hefty guy into a doc ock like you would probably just obliterate him um, twice twice <laughs> but, i don't know people might not realize how that was one of the first games that we streamed where you did that to chuck yeah and he still hasn't let it go no no he has not <laughs> uh, but he actually, so shout out to uh, Lexa White from the Morlocks podcast. Uh, we recorded uh, kind of a secret episode that'll come out later this year with her last night. And that very specific instance came up twice. Oh, of course it did. From Chuck. <laughs> so I was pretty happy with that. Also, uh, shout out to Lexa because we don't play this game well at all. She is incredible. What are you talking about? We are obviously world class. <laughs> <laughs> We have professional in the name of our company. So that's very true. So there was a couple <laughs> points where she was saying things like, yeah, I'd like to play janky lists that are dumb and stupid and wrong on purpose. And she's describing some of these lists. And I was like, oh, we do that. We do those things on on purpose, not knowing that they're bad just because we want to. <laughs> but, I, I want to say like what, but I have to listen to that episode. Yeah, it's really good. So what's dumb and janky to her is like an actual well thought out list by us. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, Lord. I, I can see that because our janky lists are like, I want to field all the people that are blue. Correct. <laughs> I want all mustaches. That's my next theme list. <laughs> <laughs> but so. Uh, the overall, very kind of minor change to him. I don't think anyone was shocked by seeing that that size cap to hail to the king and honestly didn't change anything else he's still an absolute monster yeah, and it's three or less it's not like it was sure he got nerfed was it sure he got nerfed down to two right i think so which is still most of the models but he can still throw saber tooth and lizard and yeah omega red yeah so the only characters he really can throw are what both hulks and black dwarf and modok dormammu. oh modok and dormammu is thanos size three I think he is three. I think he is. Yeah. You can still eat Thanos. Well, so that is kind of disappointing. So especially with the delays to Dormammu coming out, there was no point which Kingpin was able to, at least here in the U.S. I know these changes aren't official yet. And I guess there will be a small window that we have where current existing Kingpin is able to throw uncapped people so he can get his hands and toss those uh, big Dormammu milkers around. <laughs> Can you imagine him throwing a Hulkbuster? Oh, I love that too. I <laughs> I didn't realize how big the Hulkbuster model is. Somebody shared a thing on Facebook, and it's like as big as Dormammu. Yeah. Are you serious? Like, what? Oh, that oh is so gosh. awesome. Just picturing Kingpin just belly to back suplexing <laughs> the Hulkbuster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if there's a t-shirt that needs to be made, it's that. Lindsay, get on it. <laughs> No, but yeah, I agree. This is a change that needed to happen. There's no reason for him to be throwing size four <laughs> things. Really like he's a big, strong dude, but he doesn't have super strength. He shouldn't be throwing people bigger than him. It's just leverage. 
That's all it was. You Proper know? leverage. Leverage. Allocation of strength. But so, yeah, I, I, it, it's a perfectly fine change. Yeah. Doesn't make me like Kingpin any less. I just use him on Monday. I still think he's great. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, I think he's still. Just he's, looking at his stat block here, he looks pretty monstrous. Yeah, he really is. He, yeah. Holy cow. And, and immune to slow. Oh, like that's something Lexa pointed out what? to us as well is that there is a reason to put slow on um, people that are already slow or short movers because we're all webbed up. I was like, oh, fine. Yeah, all webbed up or like she hulks. Um, if they're already oh, slow, yeah. then she gives them stagger or something like that. Like, yeah, it's situationally you can still use it, but you know, I love the idea when we say, oh, they're immune to slow because just because they have a short movement, like, sure. And and just to acknowledge Chris here in the in the chat real quick, uh, Chuck is is very much not here. And just let's take a, a moment and you know, just he's he's above us all at surface level because we're recording subterraneanly. But he's up there on the surface world. Doing something. Uh, working, working, I guess. Working. He's chucking. But yeah. But chucking, probably. But before we move on to the next character in the criminal syndicate. One of the things that I was actually pretty terrified that they were going to do to Kingpin was adjust the criminal syndicate affiliation. Yeah. Either potentially removing the, I, I thought they were going to, I thought they were going to futz with it. I didn't know what they were going to futz with, but I figured that it was going to get futzed. And luckily it did not. And it ended in that. It stayed completely the same. You can still move. Um, asset tokens or civilian tokens around to other players and you still count as two on your healthy side when determining who is securing an objective so i love that so much it is so good it and i just adore that affiliation you have to play around it it's not something where it's like eh if i hit any one of them they're gonna get an extra power it's just something i have to deal with it's just there this is something you actually have to like kind of counterplay against which it can be a huge pain when yep. you, you throw one beefy model on a point and it's like well now i have to put a bunch of resources into taking that point or yep. just let him have it because mm -hmm. like you know you put kingpin himself on a point and it's like well i'm probably not gonna daze him real easily because he's got seven health and four physical like his defenses are good and he has a nerd to pain or uh, yeah intense physical conditioning but same yeah. thing but a, a lot of the throw something at him either because the solid frame Correct. So now here's the cool thing. And I, I read things incorrectly all the time. I thought he was just immune to all collisions, but it's only collisions with other characters. So you can still throw a car at him. Okay. He just doesn't necessarily care if you throw a rocket raccoon at him, which I suppose not a lot of people do. But saying he has two damage. Like, he really doesn't care. And he still has that Ford physical defense to back up the hit, you know, throws yeah. from terrain. So, and he can uh, intense physical conditioning to it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's just suffering damage. It's not like capped with Correct. getting attacked. Mm -hmm. So the really that's cool thing gross. about intense physical conditioning, too, is I believe that means you can reduce the damage from like bleed and stuff, too. Because any time the character would suffer damage, not as... I never thought of that. Not as a result of, that, of an attack or not as a result of something else. It doesn't even say from a, like an enemy effect. It's just if this character would suffer damage. Correct. So that oh, that's really good. I never thought about having... He's practically immune to bleed. He is. Very pseudo power. Yeah, as long as he's got one power on him, he's immune to bleed. Or um uh like secures that do damage. 
or, or things along those lines. He gets better and better all the time. Right. He's immune to slow. He's immune to bleed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so moving on, and we had touched on this in a previous episode, but they, they put it kind of all packaged right back up in here. With, oh, yeah. Um, GB has to talk to you about that. What? That you touched that before. His package? Because he's our uh, HR representative. Oh, for yeah. The network. That's, that's super fair. So JB's going to have a talk with you about that. So, <laughs> referencing this package, uh, what did they change on this, this, this gentleman again? Mr. Uh, Norman Osborne here? Yeah, Mr. Norman Osborne, the, the Green Goblin. Uh, they made him way better. Right. They made him worth his four points. I loved Green Goblin before just because he was a janky character. He was mm-hmm. so weird, but he always seemed a little lackluster for four, partly because his leadership was trash. Um, but that got resolved and they made his pumpkin bombs good. Right. So instead of, yeah, they brought him up to a three threat level by having a five strength builder. Yes. So, yeah, he got plus one uh, strength on his pumpkin bomb attacks. And now we know on both sides. Yes. Because we've seen his the healthy side of his card previously. We hadn't seen his injured side, but when we saw it, it's strength five on his healthy side and now strength six on his injured side. So he's a little scarier when he flips. Yep. Um, we I already felt like he was because he gained glider ram. Well, he lost hit and run, but gained glider ram. So he had pounce, essentially. We could throw himself. Yeah. And he could throw himself medium. Yeah, with a medium base, it's a long it's a, pounds. It's a big area you can cover. Yeah, and he's size three, so he's doing four damage. Client mm-hmm. crash into somebody. Um, this three power is a little expensive, but if he's flipped, it means he's taking a bunch of damage already. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, his pumpkin bombs needed that little boost, and then the Oscorp weaponry is now good, very good. Like it was trash before, and now it's like top five. Um, and Raven Guard, uh, Raven's Guard, sorry, pointed out um, he's not too good because he doesn't have immunity to poison. Oh, talking about Kingpin? Yeah. With all of his immunities? Yeah. I mean, he can't be perfect, right? He'd, be, right. he'd definitely be a, a oh, threat yeah, five, be a five or six for poison. sure. Easy. Uh, but now Oscorp weaponry just doesn't cost a power. Once per turn, when an, while an allied character is attacking during the modify opponent's death while modifying. Nope. Still not saying it right. During the modify opponent's dice step, there we go. It may re-roll one opposing defense die every time. Every time. Every time. Once per turn. Sorry, not every single time. But oh, okay. Once one attack per turn, you can make them re-roll a die. So much better than spending a power to do it. Like yep. th- we had said before, that was the only change I wanted to see for his leadership. Correct. This makes it good. Well, and, and the, the huge thing here, too, is this makes them so much more power efficient as well. Because before you were fishing for a break even if you mm. were going to be doing that on a builder. But now that it's automatically on, uh, not automatically, but you could effectively choose to use this for free when using your builder. And his builder is now stronger. Yeah. He should have a lot more power to play with. I like it a lot. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. And I don't know, I have to double check if he, if it had the once per turn, I don't think it had the one per turn limit before because it was free or because it cost a power. It wasn't, was not free. Right. So having that, I think does a good job of balance. No, it did. It was only once per turn before. So this made it, made it free. So it's just, it's just better. Yep. Uh, I like it a lot. 
Um, the other one that we have certainly gone over before and I think has been probably spoken about the most because they did announce this one at, during the convention. I forget which one it was, but this was one of the first ones released with Captain America and who else? Who was, who was part of that initial three? Hulk. Hulk, that's right. Yeah, we saw Hulk. We saw Camp's healthy side. We saw Modok's healthy side. We saw Shuri's healthy side. And they told us then that what Captain Marvel's change was going to be. Yes. With binary form getting cheaper. Uh, but yeah, Modok is... This one we've known for a while. Almost nothing. They just re... they All of his superpowers are limited to once a turn. Yes. Uh, which is fine. Especially bowed to the will of Modok. Being able to just advance a character short, uh, enemy character short, is yeah. huge. Yep. And the fact that if you had a bunch of power on him, you could just do it again and again and again. Well, and with ten health silly. on his healthy side, I mean, the chances of you taking a little bit of, bit of a beating, going late in the round, potentially sapping a bunch of power with psionic blast, and then just moving literally everyone all over the place, mm -hmm. and then throwing a car or a building at someone too, that was pretty rad. Yeah, too much. Yep. So I, I think this is appropriate. You can, you can move an enemy character short once a turn. He can throw things size three or less long. Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. crap. He got big brain power. And his, uh, I still love this, the psionic force field. When he is the target of, a, of an attack, he changes any wild in the attacker's role to a blank. It's so frustrating when you're attacking it's him. It's difficult to this get. This man seems so annoying. Right? Yeah. So when, when Thor does get that wild to be able to throw him, or someone does get that bleed. I mean, he's the anti-bullseye, one of the strongest characters in the game. You can't get bled on the builder. Yeah, but he does lose that when he flips. Okay, and he's he way weaker when he flips. He loses defensively. six health too when he flips. He four, goes from ten to four. Holy oh, he said cow. he loses six health. Okay, yeah. yeah. Once he flips, he's done unless your opponent just rolls poorly, and then he'll be alive with one stamina left to <laughs> unload with his full power. Yeah. <laughs> yep that may have happened on monday it was great that'll happen <laughs> so still can't believe you survived poorly. that what was that i said i take it things went poorly they 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 could have gone better they, they certainly could have gone better modok was a powerhouse that game yeah he was um, like hey spider-man you're not gonna exist anymore and spider-man was like okay he just, yeah, it was almost, Bye. he had a comically oversized pencil and just erased Peter Parker from existence. <laughs> Didn't know that was an ability he had, but listen, it was live streamed, it's there, so. He did it. Terrifying. Now for the, the big, the big, the big change. The one that broke my heart, personally. Right. And, we went through the others pretty quick because we knew we'd need a lot of time for this one. Bullseye. We have talked a lot about Bullseye on this show. He's my favorite character. I like to throw him into any list that I possibly can. Um, I have almost considered and probably will get the custom measuring tools from Kago 2 on Etsy that have bullseye across it. Whoa. Um, Fancy. So here's what they did, and here's why they broke my heart. Bullseye has always been a little underappreciated. Absolutely. From everyone but me. Uh, true. I absolutely adore him. Uh, he wasn't good enough to be favored by other people, but he was good enough to be favored by me. Okay. And they've made him too good now, and now everyone likes him, and he's no longer my thing, and he's going to be everyone's thing, and it really hurts. Oh, they must have really powered him up. They Everybody likes him now? Yeah. They, they powered him right into the floor <laughs> by being the first character that they have reduced 
the threat level up. The first character, they changed the threat level at all. Correct. Yeah, and they dropped it from three to two. So Bullseye is now a two threat. (laughs) He is even less threatening than he ever was before. (laughs) And what did they do to justify this? They dropped his mystic defense down to two. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the mystic defense drop. And they changed his standard builder to a static builder. So his throwing knife, still range four, still strength four, uh, only ever gains one power, but at least always gains that one power, assuming that the attack resolves. So you may say, Tim, what is a situation in which this attack would not resolve? And I would say, oh, well, as we all know, Bullseye is better Hawkeye. But if Bullseye were to attack Hawkeye and Hawkeye was to quick shot or snapshot or whatever back, and and KO him. kill him probably now that he also has four health is the other change there <laughs> kill him or daze him that attack would not resolve and he would not then get a power so that's that's yeah, the situation because he's KO'd because he's dead yep because he's dead <laughs> or spaghettis so I know you're upset about this because Bullseye is your boy mm-hmm. I like this change because he went from a bad three to a good two without much changing yes which tells you how bad he was as a three <laughs> <laughs> you still gonna be damn no, you 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 got more out of bullseye than i ever could imagine yeah most of the time it was because you would roll five or six damage on his four strength builder somehow yes. and he would just take people out that he had no business in dazing well here's the reason i, I figured out why because we know when i really want to do something it won't happen i love that bullseye has an ability where if he messes up and he does no damage he spends one power and does one damage anyway so good and that's all i ever wanted to use reliable that's yep so i would instead of rolling no damage i'd roll way too much mm-hmm. and i was like oh well ugh, nuts i only dazed the character i just want to do that one damage and use this power for no reason mm-hmm. <laughs> but um he was my mvp and, and my personal leader when i was running the power bottom 10 for the league yep uh, he did the most work for me out of any other character that i had there he was shockingly effective but, but i think as a two now you're going to see him in more lists. He fits in better. Criminal Syndicate get a two threat, which is huge. Yep. He's a two threat that counts as two characters while securing an objective. Like, yep. Okay. Not only Sweet. that, uh, with Cabal, you can you can run five, six wide real easy now. You have Viper, you have Sin, you have him. I mean, you have is a lot Cabal of characters. And I think Crimson? he's Cabal and Criminal Syndicate, I think. I don't actually know but I could be joking. I can double check real quick while you talk. But either way, it's it's another two threat character. So I personally love two threat characters. I don't even care if they're affiliated. I just want to run as many bodies as I can. And the fact that I can fit Bullseye into more lists. This is one of those things where this is, is. this is for everyone's benefit, but I'm really mad about it, even though it also helps me use him more. Um, That's your, that makes sense. That tracks with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, this is in your best interest. I know, but it's dumb. I don't want things to help me. But I still don't like it. But yeah, Criminal Syndicate really needed a two threat. They didn't have any, I don't think. No. Did Cabal have any? Mm, Bob. Bob. That's right. So now Bob and Bullseye. Bobby and Ben. For the low, low cost of. Just Peter Parker, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Bob is so... He's only shot the rocket once since he's been on the channel. So maybe I'd take Peter Parker, Spider-Man over that. 
Well, that's fair. But he does work every time. You know what I mean? He scores VPs. That's what he's there for. True. But, yeah, this, this is going to help Criminal Syndicate. This is going to help a lot. This is going to help Cabal. This is going to help a lot of other people do a lot of cool things. He's still, he's a Koye now. You, you bring a Koye because she's got a four strength, four range attack. And go to Bullseye. She doesn't have bodyguard though. She, he doesn't have super bodyguard. Cheap. Here's the other thing it does. Say there were some scales that were broken even right now. Okay. And those scales that were even were three threat characters with five strength builders that were tied at 22 and 22. Oh no. Bullseye being dropped to a two threat tips those scales so that there are now more three threat. Five strength builder characters in this game eat shit, Chuck. I hate that you're right about that. Oh, <laughs> it just reinforced it. You know, it just that was just my that opinion. little bit of math. Nope, you're right. For at least <laughs> for at least a couple weeks until we get some more characters that will tip those scales even further in the three threat five builder. I could see like Gambit being a three threat with a five strength builder. Yeah, and just. Laying it on there. It probably it won't magic? be. It probably won't be Gambit because I would imagine he will be a three threat and it'll it'll have the range because he's throwing stuff. So it'll be a three or four range attack that will uh, probably be four strength in that situation. Okay. Uh, magic is also a three threat with a five strength builder. Her second builder. It's what, two. Hawkeye that has a five range, five damage builder or something. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So does Rocket as a two threat. Yeah. So he's bonkers. Really? Rocket the raccoon. Yep. Groot's little buddy. Yeah. He's got a big I'm gun. I'm so glad I didn't let him shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's scary. So once again, so even even for the fact that now there are more three threat, five strength builders in the game, um, still still a little sad about this overall. But we'll work through it. People will tire a bullseye and he'll come back to daddy. But. <laughs> Personally, I like it. I, I also like what it puts on the table. I did not imagine that threat level changes were on the table for these character tweaks. That's actually a huge point. Yep. I like this was like, wait, what? They did what the bullseye? <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, that makes me wonder are, what else could we see with that change? Because for some reason, I did not anticipate that happening at all correct so yeah i did not think that that was on the table and if they didn't do it to spider-man peter parker if they weren't going to change him at all that had completely written that off as a potential caveat that they might yeah agreed instigate because i definitely thought he was going to get bumped down to a three or tuned up yeah but they said nope because they they already reprinted his card correct do you think they forgot do you think they were going to get around to it and they're like oh nuts we already sent those dioramas to production um maybe i get a uh, kind of because you know they had to work pretty far ahead of time to have those models created so to so. have the card the special cards printed with it as well because the whole reason they are doing the character errata is because they're reprinting the cards in different languages yeah and they said well since we're reprinting them we might as well take another look at them and then they have the new format and everything which is more like printer friendly because there's more white on it mm-hmm uh, we were also talking about, I was talking with Anthony at the store today about, you know, the whole, they said it's the first 50. And we were saying, we kept saying, we don't really know what that means. Yeah. 
Uh, we re- I just realized I didn't. We didn't talk about it before. They gave us Enchantress a few weeks ago. Yes, she was not on the first fifty released. Correct. Because in the state, she hasn't even been out a year yet. Yep. She came out January of twenty twenty one. But she is in the first fifty characters going by cp release number guys. so that's a, one thing we were talking about is it the first 50 releases the first 50 of the cp numbers yeah. that order so it looks like it is the first 50 that like should have been released basically yep. so that that will certainly cut out x-men correct which is sad because we all want that change for good old psych and, and they, his leadership they still might you know what i mean because effectively we don't know what the rules are of what actually counts as the first 50 they, yeah they, and they can kind of leave that ambiguous they can really update whoever they want yeah they'd be like oh this is the you know this is number 47 that dallas kemp painted that's what we're going by <laughs> so thank you dallas kemp but yeah so so tyler yes obviously you haven't seen any of these characters on the board before no sir just from a, a, a purely fresh perspective, between Kingpin, Green Goblin, Modoc, and Bullseye, are there any that call to you specifically that you're like, all right, I wasn't aware this person was in the game, but they look rad as hell? Um, I knew Green Goblin was in the game, but he definitely caught my eye, especially with those pumpkin bombs of his. Yeah. And the Night of the Goblin. Just looking at him, he seems like he would be a whole bunch of fun. And I've never seen a character with an arch nemesis, so that would be kind of cool to look into. So it is super cool. There's only a couple characters with him. Uh, Green Goblin was certainly the first one to come out. The second one was, was it Carnage? Carnage is the only other one I can think of off the top of my head. I think that's it. Carnage has the art, uh, is Venom arch enemy. Or Eddie Brock, specifically. Yeah. So that's a really cool um, ability that they have on there. Gives you it doesn't come into play often because no one ever runs Peter Parker, but it's still kind of rad. Um, and they have a, a tactics card that is kind of simulates that that a lot of people could use called Blind Obsession. Okay, where you have a character you play it on them, they spend some power, they choose another target on the field, mm. and they get more attack dice and defense dice against them as they're Ooh. focusing on just them and less against everyone else because they're so oh. distracted. Yeah. So it kind of makes you, I don't know, I really like mechanics like that where it's this uh, risk reward, like I want risk that guy dead and I fun. don't care what happens in the meantime. I just want to focus this dude down. And they have just a bunch of really neat mechanics like that. I'm super into it. Um, Honestly, him and Kingpin were the two that caught my eye. You have a good eye, then. Kingpin just seems <laughs> beefy and fun, and his illicit network seems really, really fun. And like you said, having a two th- a two point character count as two healthy characters on a point just sounds gross, right? Yep. Yep. I love um, the arch nemesis thing makes me think of like early days of Hero Clicks, where you had like the arch nemesis that had the colored ring on their bases, like Wolverine and Sabretooth had the they had a blue ring yeah. on theirs. Um, it's just it's very nostalgic to me. I'd love to see it actually come up in game. Yeah. But we haven't ever seen it yet. Um, so we had a kind of a special thing happen this past Monday where we played a custom crisis. crisis. Uh, called Motorbike Mayhem Tech Giants E-Bike Security Flaw Creates Havoc for Pedestrians. So if you're a fan of, of this particular show, uh, maybe you were around when we were talking about adding tactics cards and stuff, and I just wanted a whole bunch of people that could jump on motorcycles. 
Um, and it made Chuck really happy. I think he was super happy that I was doing the shtick that way. Uh, he really liked how you constantly repeated the joke with every character we brought up. <laughs> it was a good night. It was. <laughs> so we decided to make a custom crisis, and we'll be running a few of these over the next few weeks. But the first one uh, had on map C, it had motorcycles on both ends. You could pick them up. Uh, standard interact to pick them up. Um, some changes from when we kind of were working through it a little bit last week. Picking up that motorbike uh, makes you lose flight and wall crawling if you have it, but also gives you immunity to slow. You score two victory points for having it during the cleanup phase. And during the power phase, or at the end of the cleanup phase, sorry, after scoring points, you roll a die. And based on that, you got a couple different things. So how we played it was on a crit, you got a long movement and then stunned everyone within range two. On a hit, you got a long movement. On a blanker failure, you the your opponent could move you long and then throw you from it, uh, which ended up being really awesome. It was a last minute addition. It's not actually on the card itself, but ended up kind of being this really cool risk or reward. At one point, Kingpin had one of the motorcycles and I was... He had it twice, actually. And the first yeah. time he was on it, he got flung from it immediately. Uh -huh. The first one I had, he got flung from immediately. Like, it was a super cool mechanic. I, I really liked that addition. It made that a lot more fun. It was Sounds real like wacky. It could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Wacky in a good way. It was really fun. Um, and then on a block, the controlling character is thrown short and doesn't take damage from the collision. So it kind of gave them a free pounce. We have changed that now. So I believe on a crit or hit, they get a long movement with the stun. On a block or wild, they get the pounce, and on a blanker failure, they get the throne. So we just we simplified it a little bit. Yeah, just kind of cut down the the results a little bit. But outside that, um, while during the game that we played it on, we were playing it where we did the dice roll during the power phase. That's not what the card said. And even during play, we we're like, yeah, we should change that. And I went home afterwards and looked at it. And I was like, oh, it's already that. I'm just dumb. <laughs> we just forgot <laughs> that that's what you wrote on there. Yeah. It was. We decided that do to do it, make that roll during the cleanup phase after securing objectives or to, to scoring points, which I think is you know in the rules for when you do yeah card stuff anyway. So you you don't have to worry about losing points from the motorcycles and by getting knocked off of it. Correct. Which I like. And I like that you made up two victory points because there's only two motorcycles. I I thought that was plenty. I think three would have been too crazy. Yeah, been a little. It's already kind of a chaotic crisis. You don't really want to ramp that up too high. Yeah. So is this something you made up, or is this an official crisis? That no, this was just one we made up. To... It's officially made up by Tim. It is okay. officially made up. <laughs> well, I was looking at the carton. Oh. Yeah, shout out actually to Lindsay, who helped me uh, photocopy <laughs> um, a crisis card, which I could have chosen one that was 18 threat. So I didn't need to change the 18. You didn't do that? Nope. <laughs> nope. But good job. Yeah, thank you. You know, it looks fine. So uh, we I, I know that, that you at home obviously can't see that, but um, we will have that on the discord uh, posted pretty shortly once we get that finalized. So make sure to join that. You can join that in a number of different ways. Every Patreon member at every different level gets access to the discord as well as even just throwing us a free sub on Twitch get you access just make sure your discord is linked to your twitch prime or twitch account yeah use your added automatically you got a uh, amazon prime you get a free twitch yes. subscription every month so we we know you signed up for for amazon prime for the holidays you know what i mean might as well just throw that free twitch sub our way hey hey do it, do it. <laughs>
Um, so last thing I want to talk about this week um, is actually two things. Uh, the last two weeks of, uh, oh yeah, the power phase on Twitch, speaking of. Oh, yeah. um, this past week, obviously, we played this this new crisis that we just talked about. What did you play during that? I played Criminal Syndicate. Criminal Syndicate. Which was uh, kind of, uh, what do you call it? Um, happy accident that the next day they had all the updates posted. <laughs> it online. was. And really. I was like, oh, I just used them. Uh, so I went, we, we, Tim and I had talked about the crisis a bit before. So I knew it was going to be this motorcycle thing where you gain a long movement. So I said, I've been having fun with these super themed lists lately since we haven't had new stuff come out for a while. Um, so I was like to take the most advantage of having a long movement from this motorcycle. I'm going to take my whole squad with slow movement. Okay. Short movement. Yeah. Uh, worked out that it fit in criminal syndicate with Kingpin. And then I had Mysterio, uh, Modoc. What else did I have? Crossbones. Crossbones. How could I forget crossbones? Work too. And the other one, Lockjaw. Lockjaw. Uh, because I miscounted. I was going to have Omega Red, and then I forgot how to do math. So I was over. So I was trying to figure out another three threat character with slow movement. There's only four. Oh. The only other the the only other choice I had was Groot. Mm. Um. So I figured Lockjaw kind of fit the theme better yeah uh especially because we just seen Groot when you played against tyler the week before correct i didn't want to use him too many more times before we had his official update so lockjaw was there and he was great yeah he played a great psychological game against you he did i yeah so first round uh i think you activated lockjaw first Wait, what did you what was i up against though so it was up against what was it up against avengers oh yeah the The power phase uh, shout out to Scotty, who after the motorcycle episode, um, I forget what we were actually talking about during that episode, but who knows other than the motorcycles on one of the Facebook group posts uh, for that Scotty had posted a whole bunch of other characters that had toys that had motorcycles uh, that came in the same box with them. So I ran all of those characters that he posted as that list. So it turned out to be Captain America, Steve Rogers, Iron Man. Black Panther, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and a fifth character. Punisher. Who we would describe as Punisher. Um, Whew, that, was, that hurt my brain. It was very easily the worst Punisher and Peter Parker game that I've ever played. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> right out of the gate, Mitch, shout out to Mitch, gave Punisher three additional power. Yeah. using uh, Redeeming some Twitch rewards points. And I was stoked. I was like, awesome. I'm going to be able to blow stuff up. This is so cool. I move him up and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take an aim shot at uh, Crossbones. Yeah. Who I thought had already been activated, but no, he had just been teleported by Lockjaw. Lockjaw's the best. So I was like, he's like, yeah. he's up here now. Crossbones have. <laughs> he can teleport other characters. That's gross. Crossbones is gone. He's not a threat. I'm going to spend this power instead of on blowing stuff up next round. Because you did a very good job placing your character so that they weren't within range one of any terrain pieces. Yeah, that was on purpose later in the game. Right. <laughs> so I was like, I'll later. spend the power and I'll take an aim shot. And I, I shot and I whiffed real hard. Mm-hmm. I think I did a total damage. It was one day. Oh, yeah, that's because, the only damage you took all game. Because you chose not to endure to, uh, to, against pain. Because I wanted that one power on him. Because you wanted that one power on him. So then he aggressives up. Yep. And then he proceeds to, I think, I played Elicit. Te- I activated him next, and you're like, "Oh no, 
Yeah. Oh no. Actually, yeah. no. I waited to uh, to activate him because you were done on that side. You just had Punisher and, and Spider Man on that flank. Yeah. So I went to my left flank and did some stuff. Came back to Crossbones and he said, "Oh, you're gonna shoot me with a gun? I got a bigger gun, and it's energy instead of physical." Yeah. And he pulls out a huge gun and blasts the crap out of Punisher. And and gave incinerate to both him and Spider Man, which I forgot to roll less dice on, and it didn't matter. I never took the <laughs> I never took the tokens out for it. So uh yeah, and then he had enough because Illicit Tech is a builder, which is kind of ridiculous, he was able to get enough power to uh Haymaker yeah. up to Punisher, dazed him, and then jumped on the point. Mm-hmm. And then Modoc came up and said, "Hey, Peter Parker, you don't uh, your powers don't work against Mystic, right?" Peter Parker That's said, "No, true. they sure don't." Modoc said, "You're dazed." Yeah. <laughs> and then he died before he activated in the second round. Peter Parker in that game got two move actions before That's he was dead. He was he pulled a viper. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> yeah, he moved up, and then Modoc was just like, "No, I don't want to deal with this. Yep. You're gone." Punisher suffered a similar fate. He at least he got the aim shot off, but then he was also dead before he <laughs> took another activation. Yeah, my right flank was disgusting that game. Because Modoc kind of went up the middle because he's got good range on his stuff. Yeah. My left flank was Mysterio and Kingpin. I figured are tough and hard to hit. Um, and then it ended up uh you were controlling the motorcycles pretty well. Cap was the only one that actually got to move with it. Yes. <laughs> till the very end, but Crossbones didn't get touched again the whole game. He had that one damage from that first attack, and that was it. Uh, it was a dead. It was like a bloody game. Everybody but Crossbones was injured or date or KO'd. Yeah, I think wow. at the end I had Black Panther still alive and one other character. Right, I didn't. Have you had Black run. Panther, Iron Man, and I think Cap was still there, or I may have just taken him out at the end. Yeah, and then Crossbones ran up and grabbed a motorcycle, and they all ran away together. They did, <laughs> they rode into the sunset on their motorcycles. It was actually very nice. <laughs> Um, but uh and then like what a change too that was where that last round kingpin had a motorcycle i was expecting him to roll a blank or a skull like we had both had for the majority of our rolls so far and he didn't he rolled a, a hit so we got that long movement and i was like i can't get over there yeah he just I, went to one of my back objectives yeah. kingpin covered a ton of the field mm-hmm. you know he gets a long move for a turn it's different yeah. So, yeah, I was like, well, nuts. I can't get over there and bring down <laughs> Kingpin. But Iron Man performed incredibly well. That's the best oh Iron God. Man has ever performed for me. Yeah. Um, And it so wild. it makes me more excited for the, the update to Iron Man where his Friday AI is going to get a little bit cheaper, especially on Avengers. Um, because he was he was doing work on his builder when he actually does damage on his builder. And he can Friday AI just whenever he wants all the time. Like it really kind of was brutal uh, it was recursive you know Ooh, you I mean? rolled like well nine dice with a friday ai and it's just going to help you get more friday ais forever yeah um no that was really good there was i was like kingpin's fine and then you just regular repulsor blast him into oblivion with friday ai and i was like that wasn't supposed to happen i was like Oops. i'm probably not going to do any damage here to kingpin but it doesn't matter i just need to push him off the point all i need to get is that <laughs> one wild and i did it and it dazed him too and i was like oh i well Oh, oh, okay. Wasn't there something else you got more dice? Because it was it's six with Friday AI and Repulsor Blast. Didn't you get something else too? I feel like you rolled like eight or nine dice, but oh, I was rolling nine dice on Black Panther. On oh, his kinetic burst. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Okay, but yeah, it was just like that Repulsor Blast. I've never seen it so effective. 
And I, I've been sleeping on Black Panther like hard. I forgot he is as good as he is. Long movement, yeah. solid physical defense, lots of different uh, other defensive stuff, having the vibranium shielding similar to Cap's healthy side on his injured side, mm-hmm. as well as just counting. And he has like the martial artist where he just counts blanks of successes on defense rolls like from the get. And he Holy has cow. a superpower that costs only two, I think. Maybe it costs three, but I was playing Avengers versus three, yeah. Where he can re-roll as many dice as he wants for the turn, not just on the next attack. Oh, for Mantle the Black Panther. Yeah, yeah that is two. Which are for, they talking about the attack? Oh, gotcha. Which on Avengers only costing one is like, are you kidding me? Like I'm gonna attack twice here and I'm gonna re-roll as much as I want on both. That's baller. In addition to having That's a pounce. Really good. So I don't know why it took to me so long to be like, Panther. oh, wow, he can just get up to Modok, pounce into him, do a bunch of damage because Modok's only got two physical defense, and then attack him twice. The only thing that I wasn't a huge fan of, and I also regularly forget as a thing, is he auto pushes. Um, I don't like that. Yeah. His auto push on the strike. I wish it was May, because if you push the target away from him short, chances are they're not going to be in range for a second strike. Correct. Or a kinetic burst because it's only range two. Yep. So unless you got them in a spot where you don't have to, like they can bump into something before they move that whole short template, yep. they're probably out of range unless you're like base to base with them, which you might be from pounds. Uh, so shout out to Lexa who um, enlightened Chuck and I that unless you were pretty much in base to base, if you push someone short, the only time that they will still be in range of a range two uh, attack is if you were like right up next to each other and the short is just a little bit shorter than a range two right yes yep um and a lot of it also depends on the base i suppose right so yeah because if you push modok with his huge base yeah. short he's definitely out of range two right. from you yep so why would you want that push on an attack in that case it's just i know it's forced but why is it there well, pushes are really strong to move characters off of objectives or move them out of position for different things. Okay. In this case, I don't like it because it's not optional because Black Panther is an offensive character. Mm-hmm. You want him to be attacking. And yeah, so- both of his attacks are only range two. So unless you have the power to do a strike, push him back, pounce into him, and then attack again, and which maybe- is possible. Usually I use yeah. my pounce to get into that range for the first attack. Sounds Correct. like that push is more of a hindrance than anything. It can be, but Depending. it's uh, it's one of those last time I used Black Panther, I just kind of forgot he had that as an auto on his builder. Um, if if you're used to using Black Panther, you know that's going to happen. You know you're going to you're going to prepare for that. Okay, so he's just requires a little bit more positioning. Yeah, absolutely. And I get now that you say the the push pounce push again like that makes a little sense i can absolutely see black panther coming in just drop kicking some dude in the chest bouncing back into him again for a (laughs) follow-up attack like that tracks but i'm not smart enough to actually think to do that (laughs) and i'm rarely in range to attack and then pounce and then attack you know exactly but and if his spender was range three i think that would lead that a little bit more credibility where you get mm-hmm. in there, you push them away and then you hit them with your attack. That's a little further back or, or has a little bit more reach, but it is what it is. Do you think they're going to give us any Aretta on Wakanda other than Shuri? So I know that they said that they were done with the core box, but my secret hope is that they were just kind of like when they do Wakanda as a whole, maybe they'll do something. Killmonger kind of doesn't need anything. But they're not in the core box. Well, I'm saying as far as like if 
if they ended up doing a Wakanda one and included Black Panther in that listing instead of saying that he was part of the core box that wasn't being changed. Like if they do a Wakanda rework like they've done with the other ones so far. Right. We obviously already have Shuri. And if they're sticking to that and not changing Black Panther at all either, there's not a lot of changes that are kind of needed because Killmonger doesn't need to be changed. So they might not do a Wakanda drop effectively at all is what I'm thinking. I see. Okay. Um, Okoye would be the one that potentially could be changed. Like we, I think we'd all kind of agreed if they just got rid of her re-rolls all over the place. Yeah. She would be pretty well. Or if they dropped uh, Vibranium Spear to range three. I think that would be fine. That's that's a, what a lot of people really like about her and why she's so strong is because she can sit on someone, bodyguard, get a bunch of re-rolls, and just fire from the back line. But if you change that a little bit, then she's got to be a little bit more in the thick of it. And I think that kind of takes out some of that play that makes her so valued without touching the re-rolls. re-rolls. But the re-rolls are very much a huge part of why she's yeah. Great. I feel yeah, even if they just reduce the vibranium spear to three range three instead of four. Yeah. I, I feel like that might be enough because like that That sticks her a little bit more into things. Yeah. Yeah. Which is where she wants to be anyway. She has some awesome physical attacks. She has a follow-up attack on her spender where she can potentially trigger an additional strike afterwards. She has bodyguard. She gets more defenses. And what is it? She, she counts blanks if she's close enough to someone. She kind of gets like the Black Widow martial artist deal. She does have martial artists, yes. Yeah. And a free reroll. Like, she has a lot going on where she wants to be in the thick of it. The Vibranium Spear being range four just kind of seems counter to. Yeah, I, that's, that's my, been my argument about her for a few weeks is she's just a little too much for a two. Yeah. She's so good. She's a two? She's a two threat. <laughs> she is the most taken character in the game. Like I can see why by, by not a small margin at all, and she continues to grow in those those rankings too. I don't know Bullseye being a, a two threat now. She right. has some competition. Yeah, she's going to drop now. It'll only be a point <laughs> because everyone else is going to be dropping to make way for Bullseye. But listen, I'm into it. So previous to that week, two weeks ago, on on a Monday, on oh yeah, the power phase, Tyler got to play the source game. Twitch TV on Twitch TV slash Professional Casual Network. Um, and so I, I was under the impression that Tyler was going to get a little bit of a buffer, but went in for the most part, completely blind, picked up the game incredibly quickly. Yes. Uh, in like five minutes before we started playing and then played a full game with very few stops, even having to deal with me, um, having to say Groot and only Groot for five minutes. You have to also say I and am. Oh, that's very true. That is very true. That was fun. (laughs) That was funny. I, I'm glad you thought so. <laughs> but, Some people in the chat did not. <laughs> I thought it was great. <laughs> I do like the instant regret that that people had about. Like, hey, yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not paying points to have him do that again ever. I'll pay you to stop. <laughs> but so, Tyler, what did you think? First impressions, and uh, who did you play? Um. So I played the Avengers. I also had Thor, but I had Captain America, Iron Man, Hawkeye, Black Widow, and as I said, Thor. I thought it was a pretty solid lineup. I really enjoyed the game. Um, Groot's free ability to tank hits for Rocket is absolutely obnoxious, and I hated it <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, don't we all? Here's the good news: after the reworks, it only gets worse. <laughs> Oh boy! It's a two instead of one. <laughs> great! That was a great look. Ugh. 
but overall it was really fun um I did feel like I picked it up really quickly. It was pretty easy to learn, very simple rules, but I can see where there's picking it up and then there's actually learning how to play and play well are two totally different animals. But I do want to play again. Which I think is awesome for for a whole bunch of reasons. I think the MCP in general has a wide base but a high ceiling. Yeah. Where you can mm. you can really put as much time and thought and effort into it as you want. And obviously, after talking to some other people that play, that ceiling goes way higher than we've ever reached for before. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's simple enough to pick up and, and play and learn and is fun and engaging where the, the mechanics aren't convoluted for no reason. They're, for the most part, pretty straightforward. Yeah. You have some nuances and stuff, but plays really well it was really fun nothing really stagged me everything seemed to flow really well um i didn't notice that we played for what two and a half hours yeah it flies had no by. clue it just oh it's 9 30 at night okay <laughs> <laughs> who is your favorite character to play on that team uh, i really really liked cap um just because once he flipped he was obnoxiously good at just not dying yeah. <laughs> with those blanks counting his blocks. Iron Man's Friday AI was super duper nice the couple of times I got to use him. Um, I really want to use him again, especially after the rework drops, because yeah. like you said, I feel like it's just going to make a cycle. Mm -hmm. And then Hawkeye, weirdly, was super duper nice. He it's did so good. horrendous amounts of damage. Mm -hmm. And um, took Rocket out too. Yeah, like the fact that Rocket was fact in the back, and then I, I can never remember. Wow, that's crazy! Quick shot or snapshot? He killed quick Rocket shot, Raccoon. That's nuts. Rocket Fair. did not get to shoot me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's one of the few times you could actually use Quick Draw or Quick Shot. I never right. remember what's called. Yeah, no, that that saved me. I think I I loved that ability. But um, sorry, go. Ahead. It, it was just all around fun. I liked everyone I had. Black Widow, I wasn't totally sure how to use. Thor, I want to use again to make sure I can use him better. But it was yeah. pretty easy to pick up. And all the characters were really well explained. It was kind of obvious what they did, except for Black Widow. I got to figure her out. I don't think we really have either. We're like... I'm running her up and I'm punching people with her. And I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, <laughs> Last time I used her, I ran her up to your one of your objectives. Yeah. And then it was like, she didn't even score the point because she just got dazed right away. And I was like, what did I do that for? That was stupid. What right. am I thinking? I had no clue what to do with her. So I just grabbed a book and ran around with a book with her. That was the and oh, yeah. It worked. She blasted the hell out of Drax and... Um, Not Nebula. Gamora. Because it yeah. was the Demon's yeah. Downtown, right? Yeah. So it was the... No, 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 no. The, the book, book of Montezzi, the Montezzi formula. Oh, that's, yep. that's what it was. It was funny. Danny and I were talking about that game that night or the next day, and she was saying that was the same objective or the same crisis she played for her first game. Yeah, that's what she told and me. And she also had well, two point Black Widow who grabbed a book and was just blasting everybody. That was pretty funny that you guys ended up doing that much. Great of the minds same. think alike, right? I, I've done three teaching games, and those are the two crises that I've always chosen for it because there's not a whole ton of rules for them. And a lot of the extract objectives, not that they're they're convoluted or any way, but there's just something awesome about, I wanna get up there and pick up that book because it gives me points. Hmm. Also, I get to blast people like a mofo with it and just beam the hell out of people. You get to mystically <laughs> beam people with an energy attack. That's true. It was amazing. <laughs> 
I felt really bad. I threw a car pretty early at Cap. Oh my God. All of the damage went through. Mm-hmm. He blocked none of it. And I was like, I, he's rolling like I do. This sucks. Ooh. <laughs> like, um, but after that, after he flipped, I couldn't, I couldn't put anything on him. I couldn't touch him. The car was after he flipped. The car is what dropped him down to one. Oh, that's right. And then he went, what, two rounds and just didn't drop? Nothing. Yeah. Just didn't care. Nothing. I kept thinking, oh, Tyler's going to lose cap. Oh, no, he made them all. Oh, Tyler's going to lose cap. Nope, he rolled. Nope. He vibrating shield and I can do this all day makes for a very tough boy. Yep. Imagine having uh, Doctor Strange or Cable there, too, just pumping him with more dice. Yeah. Because they both what? have, like, shield abilities that you can, they can spend power to give other people more defense dice. Oh, my God. It's like Cable throws up a telekinetic shield. The unkillable two more, cap. <laughs> two more dice, and uh, I think Doctor Strange is the same thing. He throws up a shield, and they get two more defense dice. Doctor Strange is one I want to try out too. He, uh, really he awesome. seems like he'd be fun. He's one of my favorites. He's really cool. Yeah. And we're gonna have a second one next month. And that's this, true. Hopefully, um, I did see. Speaking of hobby stuff, on one of the Facebook groups, someone um, made a Doctor Strange, but painted them up like Doctor Orpheus from Venture Brothers. Um, it looks so stupid good. It has motivated me to try to trick Chuck into painting a Green Goblin for me that looks like the Monarch from Venture Brothers as well, who's a big butterfly-themed villain that um, rides a, at one point in the show, rides a um, butterfly glider. And he hates it. <laughs> yep. A lot. Yeah. So it's going to take some work, but I, I think I'll get there. Yeah, he's really going to quit the shows like yeah. by choice if you make him do those potentially over that yeah <laughs> but any any closing thoughts for the week uh, who are who are you excited to play next next time you play who am i excited to have on my team or play yeah. against uh both both of those questions either or and either or and um i don't know who i want to play against i feel like damn boy would be really fun I really want to try to kick my sister's butt at least once. That'd be a good one. To watch. Uh, yeah, that would be a great I feel one. like that would be an interesting one. Um, I was thinking what characters you wanted to play against, but I like how you went with that question. <laughs> I mean, that's just, I don't know. Uh, character wise, like I said, I want to try Thor and Iron Man again. Mm. I definitely want to figure them out a little bit more, and I want to get Thor's, what was it, Wrath of the God? off oh, that god of god of thunder god of thunder yeah. yep i want to blast that off at least once and get some decent rolls it can be devastating yeah that's i really wanted to get it off in our game but there was just no chance and the it, only time yeah. thor was around someone was when it was one other person so it's eh. it's it's one i think we've only seen once or twice on on the stream and that's with over a year of, of streaming that weekly Granted, I think it was you that pulled it off and you annihilated like three of my X-Men with it. It was bad because yeah. he, uh, for Asgard into place, did a strike and then followed up with God of Thunder and just annihilated yeah. three or four characters. It was it was bad. That is really what I want to do with him. So I'm hoping I can play with Thor again. I really liked Iron Man, especially with the incoming boosts. And I want to play with Doctor Strange. Um, he's a lot of fun. He has a, his card is long. He can heal people. He so can much. re-roll all of his dice, but has to re-roll all of them. So okay. instead of like just the ones you want, it's like an all or nothing deal. But that includes being able to re-roll skulls. Oh, 
I think he gets power whenever he rolls uh. <laughs> something specific. Uh, if he rolls a shield, the shield of the seraphim. Yeah. If he rolls a, at least one block, he gains a power. His, one of his spell or one of his attacks, the I think it's the bolt of bedevilment or something along those lines. If he rolls like a crit, a wild, and a hit, it's puts an activated token on the target where they just don't get to activate if they have already if they hadn't yet. Crimson bands. Crimson bands of Sidorak. Yeah. Yes. His affiliation ability for his entire team, they can spend one power whenever they make an attack to choose what type of damage it is. Oh. Mystic or energy. He he's an awesome. And then they get they get uh they inflict hex if they do that as well. Yes. Super good. And hex means your crits don't don't explode. explode. And blanks don't count as successes, something like that too. If it had something like that, Anthony was saying something along that those lines that it does something to like, I forget. Definitely got to give him a shot. Um, yeah, he's super cool, he and he can the, take some gems. Yeah, he has the ability to take two different gems: the soul gem and the time gem. Okay. So the gems work. They used to work as like they were another character you pick in your roster. They counted. They do count as threat towards your like your warband cap or whatever, mm-hmm. but. You can put them on a character and they get an additional effect. The time gem is two threat, so it costs the same as running like a Black Widow or an Okoye or, or a Bullseye now. But you can spend two power on your turn and get another action. Oh. So you can just... Last time I did it, I had a time gem on Strange, ran him up to the middle objective, and he just sat there just as like a turret, blasting people from range four away, giving himself a third attack each round and always had more than enough power to do it and heal himself and give people uh, more defense dice. It can be awesome. That sounds amazing. And the soul gem only costs one threat, but whenever anyone uses a power within range four of him, he gets a power. Oh, yeah. That's kind of nice. Yeah. So he just kind of he batteries himself. if It's close enough to other people doing stuff, which is just a lot of fun. And he's got to be in that range to attack anyway, right? Correct. So four is pretty decent range too. Like, yeah, that's a good it's not chunk. Exactly close. Yeah, but I think I think that's it. Dan, any new uh, wish lists? Uh, I mean the usual. I'm sure we've mentioned it, but uh, Glob Herman. <laughs> oh my god, I would love Glob so much. Yeah, I, I want a Glob and a Null pack. Yes, so maybe we have because I, I always really dug a knoll as well. Or uh, glob and beak with his titanium bat. With his titanium bat. <laughs> Look up beak from the X Men. Do yourself a favor. Okay. He's horrifying. <laughs> In this game, or yeah, realistically, I could see a glob and uh, Kid Omega pack because they were like buddy buddies yeah. when they first came out or first were introduced to the the comics. I think. I'm glad you brought up Beak and his titanium bat again. Because I think that there might be a crisis soon that involves titanium bats. Can there be is oh. it just the center points a titanium bat? Potentially. Maybe a titanium bat on a tether that gives anyone that's securing the titanium bat a range 2, strength 5 attack and drops their threat to threat 3. So we can really increase the scales <laughs> so on that. Stupid. So stupid, but... I need to. I want to start making custom character cards for things like ridiculous things. We know we actually won't get even before Iceman, Beak, Herman, probably Kid Omega. You know things yeah. like that are so out there, like Cassandra Nova. <laughs> Just everybody else that Grant Morrison created, other than Cassandra Nova, Dupe. 
How has Dupe never been on my list? Danny hates Dupe with a passion. Really? Oh my God. She, she hates Marvel Slimer? She, yeah. She like, like has, she like dry heaves anytime she sees any artwork by Mike Allred. And she absolutely despises Dupe. So I want to make a character card for Dupe. You know, he's super, he's worthy to, to wield Mjolnir. I did know that. He keeps it inside him sometimes. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> he's, he's, Dupe is so stupid. It's he, great. He keeps Mjolnir inside he of He has. Dupe is, is pretty much a bag of holding that's just green and flies around. <laughs> and it's okay. super strong. Yeah. And durable. And he, yeah, he just pulls things. He was the ecstatics cameraman because he just keep the camera inside of him. And when they did superhero stuff, he'd take the camera out of his mouth. And he would film it. He looks like a big green jelly bean with little spindly arms. Yeah. <laughs> Look up Dupe X-Men. <laughs> Dupe. So uh, Sweet Biscuits in chat uh, made a actually a solid uh, suggestion for Thor. So if, with Thor Asgard, if they made it so it didn't need to be a strike as the attack. Yeah. If he had the power, then he could God of Thunder and recreate that scene from Thor Ragnarok. And every time you do it, you that go, would be fantastic right? yes i would be rad as hell i know if mitch were here he would be screaming that he needs some more defensive tech immune to shock absolutely yeah um i would you would think thor would have immune to shock yeah you yeah. would does captain marvel <laughs> have it no but doesn't isn't her whole shtick absorbing energy so she yeah, does she have, has a different ability she, she does that. have an innate okay. where for every wild she rolls in her defense roll against energy attacks. She can change one of the opponent's attack dice to a blank and gains a power, I think, too. Oh. And she also has four energy defense, which is already beastly. Yeah. And when she goes binary form, she gets two more attack dice and two more defense uh, dice on everything until the end of her next turn? Start of the next turn. Uh, Either way. Until the start of the character's next activation. Yeah. So you can kind of hold her off so she's binary longer. Uh, I think you nailed energy absorption. That's when I always forget how it works because I'm like, I don't want to read all this. This is confusing. Yeah. She was part of the power bottom 10, so I had to get used to the, how oh, that, right. that particular one worked. But, all right. Boys and girls, cats and squirrels, thank you so much for joining us again for another episode of Wait, Did I Roll a Wild? Your Marvel Crisis Protocol Blavog. No, but really, did I? What? Roll wild? You might have. I, we, we took it off the camera. I forgot. We need to keep our dice. I keep saying that. Oh, who keeps saying that? But <laughs> all right. Make sure to go check out <laughs> professionalcasual.com where you can find all the information on all of our podcasts, actual plays, shows, and, and all that good stuff. Make sure to give us a, a buck on patreon.com slash professional casual and check out the Facebook where we drop all of the videos, quips, qualms, queries, and concerns that uh, could quench your potential inner desires for qualm, which is calm that is contemplative, quantumplative. What's a quantumplative calm? A quantumplative calm. Qualm. And make sure Tactical Taylor will be here Monday for Oh Yeah, the Power Phase on yeah. TV slash professional casual network where we will be playing a new uh, custom secure crisis. So make sure to check back for that. That is 7 p.m. on the Twitch. And otherwise, we'll see you next week. Bye. Totals.